Welcome out there to another awesome and riveting episode of The Album Argument, a podcast where two dudes get together, share albums, and pick the best and worst songs. I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. And we are so happy to have you with us today on this listener-suggested album. Yes, we are talking about Mezzanine by the band or group Massive Attack. Yeah, it's uh, very different from probably anything else we've covered. So it's it was a good, different. It was a good pick. I was kind of... Intrigued by it and surprised, but now it makes sense. It's a it's a listener pick. Yeah. Did you already know this? Just wondering before this. So, uh, yeah, in a, in a way, I knew it by the cover. Um, if I can tell a quick story, I remember back in. So this album, I'll, I'll just share with you guys. This album came out on April twentieth of nineteen ninety eight, and some of y'all might know that as four twenty day. I don't know. I don't know what that means. I, I it, that's like the cops or something, right? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Some of the cops. Uh, anyways, I've heard people talk about that. Uh, but this album came out on April 20th of 1998, and I remember going to Media Play. Now, Media Play was something that a Ooh. store close to, you know, some of y'all know it, some of y'all don't. Uh, for for those of you who live, like, in Texas or otherwise, you would probably call it Hastings, you know, or, it's, or it's, something along those lines. Locally now, we have, like, Second and Charles. Second and Charles, yeah. Kind of music, books. Yeah, it's a, it's a hodgepodge of everything. The yes. only thing that's different with Second and Charles, they have used stuff, too. Media Play was all new, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah I think there. you're right. Yep. Uh, I remember going there for everything. And my, my parents, we would go there. It would be like we'd go to dinner on Friday night um, at the, like at the Mexican restaurant and then go over to media play. And we would spend hours there. And I, when I mean hours, I mean like legitimate. We would get in there like 7 o'clock and we wouldn't leave until the store closed at 10. So that's why they closed. Yeah, pretty much. Did you buy anything? Oh, we. Bu- I mean, we spent a fortune there. <laughs> I was just. I was thinking, like, maybe you spent hours, but then didn't actually buy anything. Um. Yeah, there was times I. I <laughs> like I. I will f- never forget. Uh, Jewel at one point released a poetry book, and I read that whole book in a span of like one or two trips there, and it was awful. So, oh. Jewel, if you're ever listening to this, I'm sorry, your poetry was not very good. Interesting. Wow. But okay. Well, yeah, but well, uh, so, but I also read a Jim Morrison poetry book there too as well, uh, and it was really bad as well. So no, I remember spending some time buying albums on cassette. Oh yeah, and I think we bought the first computer recording program that I ever used. Oh nice. Whatever it was, um, and we were like, we could do everything off of this, and That's it was cool. bought at Media Play for like fifteen dollars. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I, I bought my first CD player there. Uh, my first uh, CD there, and uh, yeah. Was it next to Circuit City? Or yeah, it became, was next to Circuit City. Yeah, I mean, imagine that's like quintessential 90s, right? Oh, yeah. Media play or some type of story, at least with albums, CDs. Yep. And Circuit City. I remember. No longer. I, I bought a VCR from Circuit City <laughs> with my Christmas money. I remember the seeing the, <laughs> the CD like anti-skip. Oh, it, yeah. It was just open and you're like, how does it still work? What? Oh. I don't understand. But then you'd buy it and you're like, it still skips. It still skips. Uh, anyways, long story short, back to, I went, I remember being at media play and seeing this album and there was like a standee with it. So, you know, usually if there was a, a standee advertising your album, the album's supposed to be pretty popular or something like that. This did come out on Virgin records. So maybe there was, you know, Virgin was putting some, say, they just had a lot of money. Maybe. Also. Yeah. Well, they do have a lot of money still. Uh, I remember seeing the cover and being like, wow, that's really cool looking. It's kind of metal. Like it's, it's like a giant beetle thingy. And I asked an employee, I'm like, well, what kind of music is this? And he's like, uh, well, let me ask you something first. And I was like, oh, okay. And he goes, do you like electronic music or techno or anything like that? And I said, uh, I really enjoyed the Prodigy's 
the fat of the land album. And he goes, yeah, you're not going to like that record. Interesting. And I was like, Oh, okay. And so that was it. I never bought it never turned, never looked at this record ever again, simply because of one dude told me I would not like it because I said I liked fat of the land by the prodigy. Okay. I mean, (laughs) so you don't get that on streaming now. Like that, that's the thing that streaming, you would just look it up and like, Oh, let me try it. So for those of you who don't know, Prodigy was, it's more like uh, EDM type stuff, like heavier, uh, you know, they're, they're in Fat of the Land's a great record. I don't know. Maybe we'll cover it one day. Who knows? Um, where Massive Attack's Mezzanine is definitely more what's known as trip hop in uh, electronica, trip hop, stuff like that. So I, I have to be honest. I don't know a whole lot of trip hop um I've heard, I've heard rappers that have used trip hop backbeats and stuff, uh, you know, and, and I've enjoyed that stuff. I've enjoyed the music with it. So it's weird because I had a conversation when I was uh, rehearsing for a play and this suggestion comes from this guy I was in a play with. His name's Jason. Um, Jason. Jason. Hey, Jason. Jason. Uh, Jason does listen to our podcast, which is super awesome. Um, and he and I have had multiple talks or debates about certain albums and stuff. Long story short, uh, I asked Jason, I'm like, dude, man, I'll, I'll totally, we'll cover an album. You know, you pick it and stuff. Little did I know at that time that Jason is a massive record collector. And I went over to his house and he's got like a wall of records. Wow. And he's got a beautiful turntable. And he's, I mean, like this man's musical knowledge is 20 times anything mine is. And I feel like I know a lot about music. This guy blows me away. And so he's like, I can't just pick a record. You know, and, and so uh, he he really thought about it for a long time, and then sent me a message like, "This is it. This is the one I want you to cover." And I'm like, "Dude, done." Uh, and I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm glad that he did because I actually really enjoyed this record. Uh, I will say it's not a perfect album. There were songs on there that I did uh, after a while I would eventually skip, uh, but I have played, I have spun this record. A ton. I bought the album. Uh, of course, when he suggested, I bought the album because we're going to cover it. If we're going to cover it, we have to own it. Um, and I, I have played it so much, it, it, like constantly. I have found that I really enjoy it as working music. Yeah, I can um, see that. I enjoy it just as a chill. You know, certain songs to just chill to. Um, I found that I was putting it on at home, even on my TV, I would put it on, on like the YouTube app and then go and work on other stuff. Like yesterday I've spent my whole day, um, and doing all these chores and these items and these things. And this album played constantly, just kept rotating back to the start, back to the start. And I never got bored of it. And I really, really enjoyed it. Is this an album for me on a regular basis? No. Is this one where I'm going to search out other artists though that are like it? Yeah, totally. Um, it's kind of like jazz. I'm afraid that I found the one album of that section that I really, really like, and all the other ones are going to be like, meh, you, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for the adventure that, that awaits me, uh, as you know, I, I learn more about trip hop music. But so thank you, Jason, for suggesting this. Yeah, this thanks, was Jason. absolutely awesome. There were singles from this record, which, uh, again, I, I'm kind of surprised about, I don't, I, I don't know how, I mean, how would these be singles? Uh, the best way I can describe this record aside from trip hop is it's an experience. Well, maybe for DJs to play. Yeah. Cause okay. don't they, they have a new extended cut or anniversary, right? That's and true. Yes. Like, uh, yes. Remixes. So maybe those are the ones given out to 
producers and DJs. Yep. Maybe. But there was four singles from it. Uh, Rising Sun, Teardrop, Angel, and Inertia Creeps. And overall, like, it seems to be a very well-respected album. It gets all music, gave it a five-star rating. The Guardian gave it five stars. Wait, Enemy, five out of five? Five out of five. Wow. Enemy gave it eight out of ten. Pitchfork, 9.3 out of ten. Like, Rolling Stone, they gave it the lowest. They said three and a half. Wait, the pitchfork they gave the album last year, some the last week, something more than free. Yeah. Like a five out of ten. Gave yeah. this a what? A nine point three out of ten. Pitchfork. You don't know what you're talking about. They originally rated it an eight point one out of ten, oh. but then then changed their score. <laughs> I don't know if I agree with I can't listen to Pitchfork anymore. Anyways. That's okay. <laughs> Uh, but overall, I mean, I think they're pretty accurate. This is a solid record. Um, again, it's it's for me, but it's not for me. Does that make sense? You know, mm, like, I'm I, glad I own this now. Like, I, I am really glad I own this. But I don't know how much I'm, how well I'm going to relate to other artists. And that, that does make me a little bit nervous. I started at a peak. And I don't know if anything else is going to measure up to it. And that's what I'm a little bit concerned or worried about. So, Jason, we're going to have to get together and talk more trip hop with each other. But... <laughs> Now that I've blabbled on, I've told stories, we talked about media play, uh, we lost half of our listeners probably. No, no, and maybe some uh, are reminiscing and others are going on. Yes, tell us about is. your local record store, or media place, or bookstore, because media play had everything. Yes. Anyways, uh, Jeremy Dunman, what were your thoughts on this record? Um. So, well, I had a question first. So, Massive Attack, is it, do you have more information? I didn't really look into them. Do you have information on is it like a couple of guys or yeah it's three dudes three, um, okay yeah it's three guys and they are robert del neha or naja uh he does arrangements vocals programming keyboards samples grant marshall same thing there and then andrew vowels which basically the same thing minus the vocals and then they have a list of musicians who have also been on this record and other records that they've done i mean like they they have people come in and help out and and of course they sample and whatnot from other yeah. artists and uh and, you know it's it's a list it's you know it's a group effort essentially yeah because on the spotify they do list some of the singers for certain yeah, songs yeah. and then some are not listed but they have vocals on but it. they have vocals on it, yeah. and they have guitar and you know a band like this so this is uh 1998 you know and it's compared to today's time of everything in the box like today that's just like yeah that's what i do i do everything in the box i make all the sounds electronically but you know for 1998 you know, there, there was Pro Tools, but there it wasn't the Pro Tools that we have now. So just thinking of the the production that went into it, it's you yeah. know, pretty cool for 1998. One of the biggest singers that was on this record was, uh, her name's Elizabeth Fraser, and she's a Scottish singer. And she she's on she appears on a, a bunch of the songs, and she does a great job, in my opinion. I, I, I really enjoyed her vocals, and I've actually have started looking up other stuff that she has been in simply because of that. Nice. So. So, you know, that's one thing I do love about us doing this podcast is, again, opening our eyes to new music that we have never heard. As, as, as music geeks as we are, there's still bands and artists that we've never heard of or never given a time of day to or something. And this was one of them. Again, like I said, I didn't listen to this album simply because one dude said I wouldn't like it. And that's a horrible reason. But again, I have to admit, I was, you know, 98, I was, what, like 15 and dumb. So there wasn't the internet that we know of today. That, I didn't have the internet yet. Yeah, so. I don't think I had it at home. <laughs> or if you did, it would take, you know, 20 minutes to dial in. And Yeah, seriously. Um, so, yeah, it's I think today's time, uh, it's good and bad that I'm listening to it now. Uh, the good is, is that I can uh, stream it. Now, 
maybe there's a bad in that that I probably will not buy it. It's it's just it's okay. not me. I kind of agree with you. Like, okay, it's good, like kind of background filler music. I there's just some songs that I just still don't kind of like. I understand. Um, but it's good that uh, if this was in the CD days, I don't. I'm pretty sure I would not buy it. I'd probably never listen to it. But now at least Massive Attack can make some music money off of me because I will stream it here Heck and yeah. there, and I. I appreciate so I kind of alluded to this last week. Um, if you don't know Massive Attack, you do know it if you ever watched the show House. Yeah. So yeah. it was the opening uh, track. Didn't they do some score for them? Or yeah, I did think they so. just use their music throughout? I think they just used, mostly used their music throughout because, yeah. um, you know, Massive Attack does have a catalog and, you yeah. know. It, it fits House. Like, if you ever watched the show House, did you watch mm-hmm. House? Um, I've, I've seen a oh. few episodes. Uh, my wife, she she really liked it. I liked it too. Is it's it's a uh, you know a dark medical, medical drama. drama, right? So it makes sense. Like thinking of listening to more Massive Attack, and I think when we listened to or watched House, uh, I would try to find some Massive Attack. Okay, mm-hmm. oh, there's, that's a band, not just a composer, yeah. right? Yep. And I think I at the time I heard Teardrop, and I was like, okay, yeah, that, that's cool. And or just finding out that is the song Teardrop. Yep. If, if you're looking for the House song, as I call it. Um, but yeah, it's good that I, I can just listen to it now. It's still not my cup of tea, but or coffee, <laughs> as we drink coffee here, of course, on the album argument. But sponsored um, by nobody. Uh, but the bad thing is, um, it's very nineties in it a is. way that it's it's a little dated. It reminds me of a movie, and I don't know if you ever saw the movie Hackers. Oh yeah, Hackers is a great like film. Like Angelina Jolie and yeah. a whole bunch of other people, and um, Johnny Miller. It, it's very Hackers esque. Like, oh yeah, I could yeah. see like, and this was after Hackers. I had to look up Hackers. I think came out in ninety five. Ninety five. Yep. So this is ninety eight. Um, Crash and burn. So yeah, I think it sounds. It could fit right into Hackers. Um, if you've ever gone to a Cirque du Soleil show, um, I'm stereotyping the music. I apologize. It also sounds like Cirque music. Okay. In a way, like it's it's kind of um, electronic, kind of mathy, but catchy, let's say. And it's got vocals that sometimes you don't always hear all the vocals. I mean, they are singing. They have words, but they're kind of vocalizing sometimes. I feel like they're vocalizing. Um, anyway, so it's uh, that's how I would sum it up, whether it's good or bad. Again, it's not my cup of tea. I will not be buying it. I'm sorry, Jason. I'm sorry, Ryan. It's um, okay. Thanks, sir. At least now I know where the music came from. Um, I definitely like the, the slower, more melodic songs, Mm -hmm. I have to admit. So I did not like the trip hop version of songs as much. Um, I did appreciate the more I listened to it at first. I was like, nope. And then the more I listened to it, I was like, I I like the slower song. So I'll just go ahead and say, cut to the chase. Teardrop Mm -hmm. is my favorite just because it's the house theme. I've heard it. It's catchy. It doesn't sound as dated also as some of the other sounds. Okay. It just sounds still modern, but yet dated but it's not as dated. So I'll go for the favorite is Teardrop still. Cool. And I'll admit, I do like the more instrumental version of this. Her vocals are cool. 
I like her vocals. It just maybe hearing the house, like, I don't think it even needs vocals. Like, I think it's, it works fine as an instrument. It does. And probably benefits me that I've, that I don't recognize it at all from house. I mean, like I said, I've only seen maybe an episode or two. Gotcha. So, uh, I was more of a, you know, Grey's Anatomy kind of guy. Oh, cool. I, yeah. I, I, I totally I've seen was every, thinking that you had that. You know, you know. want to hear something funny about Grey's Anatomy? It comes Anatomy? out like next month, right? I don't know. According to my wife. I've seen every episode of Grey's Anatomy except for the first season. Interesting. I have not watched the first season. I started at season two. Interesting. For some weird reason. <laughs> you watch? Well, it comes, uh, according to my wife, because of the strike and everything, it comes out next month. Sounds so. good. You don't know that already? Nope. I wait till it comes on Netflix. Oh, there you go. There you go. Um, so yeah, there's some industrial sounds in here. Yeah. Middle Eastern esque sounds like with inertia mm-hmm. creeps. Um, exchange is pretty cool too. That kind of has like a drum and bass, like an upright bass yeah. sound. So yep. I kind of like that. That's maybe an honorable mention. Um, nice drum sound in Man Next Door. The voice isn't my favorite of that one. Um, Black Milk. I kind of had an issue with that. because. Really? It, it has a little bit more of the hip hop, that little motif yeah. that it just was repetitive, a little too repetitive in the the little synth in the background. See, and I felt like that kind of actually reminded me of a PJ Harvey type sound or yeah, song or something. That. Very nineties though. Yeah. It just, I don't know, a little too repetitive. Um, and that takes me to the one that, um, funny enough, it's the, 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 what do we call the title track, title track, mezzanine track nine. <laughs> Thank you. The bass drone. Is it just, it's just a little too repetitive. Uh. It goes over and over and over. Uh, it just is a little... T- are you, are you that's agreeing? That's my pick. It's oh, the worst. Oh, we agree. Funny that we agree on this. And it's that's interesting about all these albums that sometimes we have drastically different views overall, yeah. but then we still agree on maybe the best or the worst. Yeah. Um, so for me, this this falls under to that curse of like, you know, if, if you're going to name an album after a song, that song has to stand out in some way, shape or form. Uh, and unfortunately, because it brings added attention to the song. And this one just doesn't hold up, in my opinion. It's 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 not a very the music's okay. Yeah, it's you know, okay. The music's okay, but it just doesn't hold up very well. And, and I love bass, but it just oh, yeah. that's that's the part that it just after the beginning the bass comes in towards the end you yeah. just don't notice it, but it's still there. It's still there. And it's what uh, five minutes fifty six yeah, seconds. It's a little too long. Just long. Yep. Now um, I I don't know which one Jason loves the most. Hopefully he'll send me a message letting me know. Uh, but hopefully it's not this one, you know, um, no, that's cool. I think your picks are good. I think they're valid. Um, you know, anything else you want to, you want to leave us with? Uh, I think, I don't think I mentioned guitar, but yeah, I do like how like group four has like guitar at the Mm -hmm. end. So there's some songs that, you know, you definitely know that they have recorded sounds Yes, that that's pretty cool. So it was a good mix of the electronic plus recorded that, you know, in today's time, it might just be all electronic sounds. So 98, you know, there were samples, but they were whether they're samples or they're actually somebody playing it. That's why I was wondering who the musicians were, you know, if they gotcha. play or sample or whatever. But anyway, so so I 
I, I probably should check into more massive attacks. So thank you, Jason, and thank you, Ryan. It's Thanks. just, you know, not my cup of coffee, but that's okay. now I know about it. I think, honestly, with this album, the first three songs are killer. You know, you start with Angel, which I, I really dig. I think that's a great song. Rising Sun is good, and then leads into Teardrop. You, In my opinion, you could stop it right there, and you've got a solid EP, you know, like really, sure. really good. Um, Inertia Creeps, I felt like it was all right. It was pretty good. Man Next Door, meh. I'm kind of like, I don't know. Uh, the one that, you know, the, the song I think I love the most, honestly, out of everything, if I have to say, it's probably Dissolve Girl. And I think it's because of the added, you know, guitars that are in there that I, I really enjoy. I, I enjoy hearing that industrial sound, that 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 trip hop sound, and then all of a sudden here's some some heavy guitars as well. You know, I love guitars. We've talked about it. I mean, all of our music predominantly is rock music, so we, we enjoy the guitar. I think since I also mentioned beforehand that I enjoyed Fat of the Land by The Prodigy, that this song probably makes more sense as to why I chose this as my favorite, because it's it is a little bit more in line with Prodigy. So. And you think Turnstile ever heard the song? Oh gosh, yes. Uh, this is the, this song is probably on a playlist of theirs. Uh, yes, <laughs> I um, knew you were. I knew I knew you were going to say something about Turnstile. Turnstile, yeah. And you that's, keep pushing uh, it, Jay. You yeah, keep pushing it. I guess I'm asking for, it. but it's a cool title too. Dissolved Girl. Yeah, it is really cool. So they have some cool songs like Black Milk, Dissolved mm-hmm. Girl. Inertia Creeps, Teardrop, it's, you know, Rising Sun. So, yeah, cool song titles, which is like an alternative rock type thing. Very much so. Um, and, I, and, you know, I think that's probably one of the reasons why, not just the song titles, but the style of music, the uh, the way it, it blends in together, the way that the samples and the extra musicians that are brought in are, are presented, I could totally see why this why this group, Massive Attack, as, as, as themselves, are very well respected amongst not only the trip hop community but also in the alternative rock community because this album seems to have branched or reached different genres of people um some stuff that i looked up about them i I saw a lot of musicians alternative musicians rock musicians who had a lot of love and praise for massive attack and influences from them which i think is awesome and again this album was one that i was on my it's kind of like rubberneck uh, you know, I've seen the album before. I know I should have listened to it, but for some reason I never did. And uh, I'm glad, you know, it, it's funny the people that we meet in our lives, like, you know, Jason is a good dude and I, I really miss hanging out with him as much. Uh, obviously then the play's over. We don't hang out every other day like we did. Uh, but I'm super jealous of his, his album collection. And I know he could have 40,000 other albums for us to listen to. I mean, like it, it's just... So the fact that this was the one that he told us, that there's got to be a reason behind it, got to be everything behind it. And uh, I think he chose a, a good one, you know, one that would that would satisfy my desire for music or whatever that would, you know, make me happy. And uh, I appreciate that. Thank you, Jason. Yeah, thanks, Jason. I wonder how much money they've made from Teardrop. Oh, gosh, probably a ton. I mean, it's the most streamed song on, yeah. on uh, Spotify by, yep. like, doubling yeah. the next song. But, I mean, every time it plays on the show – they also get a royalty and then probably every time it's streamed, they get a royalty and we own the DVDs. So they they got royalties from that. 
Coasters those are those no. those are those shiny things that had coasters shows. Yeah, now they're coasters. Yeah, yeah. they're really good coasters. Some had music, some had movies. It's funny. Uh, my parents are moving, and they gave me a box of DVDs. I don't know if I mentioned this the other no. day, but they gave me a box of DVDs and like, here, we thought you might like these. And I, look, I opened them up. I looked and I said. I have no way to watch these. <laughs> they're like, you don't have a DVD player? Oh, anymore? yeah. We talked like, about singles, and nah. you're like, I can't play them. <laughs> I, I don't have it. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Sad. I had to give the box back. I'm like. They sell like, the little USB. That's what I've got. The little, <laughs> it's like $30, $40. And, you know, if you need to, let's say, I'll go ahead and say rip a CD. Oh, whoa, whoa. But back it up. I'll say back, back it, up ba- a CD. Back, back, back it up. As much yeah, as I like yeah. CDs, CDs do skip, so I like to have a good backup of nice. it. Nice. And you just never know. But anyways, then you can watch it maybe on yeah. your computer. Again, uh, just getting back to the album, uh, I think if we, if I had to have an honorable mention, I'm, I'm stuck between, I like Teardrop. Teardrop's really good, but I love Angel and I love Exchange. Would you mind if we listen to a little bit of Angel there? I think we we're, we were talking like I can see like it's uh you know kind of sour, it, it's a good beginning of an album yeah, like it, is. it sounds like you know you where you would go see this music at a club venue warehouse whatever yeah. rave and you know it kind of sounds like oh it's like the outside and you hear well you just hear the bass yeah. right and that's if you hear anything so it's it's a cool opener you remember that movie uh go that came Go, out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, I feel yeah like, that's another one. Yeah, this yep. could have been on that that's soundtrack. Around, maybe. I think that was around this time. Same yeah, that's time, a good. Yeah. That's a good. It was yeah. a good movie. Yeah. So that's uh, that's a cool. good pick too. That's also a very popular stream. Nice. Angel. Very good. Well, thank you very much for joining us out there uh, in podcast land. We really do appreciate it. Please listen to Massive Attack, this record, and any other record that they have put out, EPs, things of that nature. Go give them a try. I'm glad I did. And again, thank you to Jason. Um, also, check us out at thealbumargument.com, where you can find what, Jeremy Dudman? The, uh, there's a link to uh, Spotify playlist, and you can see pictures of us, right? Maybe from like 20 years ago. Naked and photos. From like la- no, no, don't get everybody so excited. <laughs> you can see pictures of us. You can see pictures of us. And uh, to prove that we are real and we that are we real. are not the AI that we might. No, we're not AI. <laughs> Uh, that would be kind of cool, though. That would be. Get AI right. What if we could fool everybody? I wonder. Probably not. Just type it in. You know, that'll be like the new thing. Like, instead of mail it in. Oh, yeah. Type it in. Type like it in. Just, just type it in. AI. Anyways, uh, yeah, go to the website. You can see uh, links to all the other past episodes, our other 70 episodes plus. And, um, yeah, then yeah. you can uh, tell us any other new uh, suggestions. Like, yeah. we have another one coming up next week. If you want to, nice, should we nice. mention? Yeah, go ahead. It's Let's a, talk about it. It's another listener pick from our friend Justin that I went to school with back Justin. in Florida State. Thanks, Justin. Uh, I think it was on Facebook a few months ago. He said, how about the Foo Fighters, which you've covered mm-hmm. the Foo Fighters, but how about their 2007 release, Echo, Silence, Patience, and Grace? The Fighters of the Foo. So um, we'll talk about that next week. Sounds good. Um, I'm actually excited to discuss that one. All right, thank you very much, everybody out there, for joining us. We really do appreciate it. Please share us with your friends and family. Share us with Grandma. She'd probably like this massive attack. Totally. I I agree. Totally. I I think she would. Let's uh, let's just make it happen. All right, again, thank you, everybody. We really do appreciate it. Until next time, I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. Deuces. We are out. (laughs)